Welcome, Pathfinders, to Find the Path podcast, actual play of Not the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Mm-hmm. What? Beta Tales. Now with Golems. Beta Ted. <laughs> now, with the entire crew. Though we're not all in one room yet, unless Jordan yet. and Ross are the brains and jars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, what a twist, right? You wouldn't have expected that. What a twist. Twist. I mean, it'd be a heck of a twist. Yeah, Rick said go crazy with this one, so he did. Yeah, I said go nuts. <laughs> What's the most Lovecraftian thing you can think of, Ross? It's like, ah, I want to be a scientist that then fell afoul of a crazy mm. alien from another planet, and he put my brain in a jar, and then my jar's powering a machine. And I said, sure, we'll do the Whisper in Darkness vibe. <laughs> Also, spoiler alert for Whisper in Darkness, it is 100 years old, so. True. It's a good one. <laughs> You've had your chance. You read it. So you had your chance for the last 100 years. Um, yeah, I suppose to dive back into this, this will be kind of an interesting little uh, opener here, because you, the audience, are well aware of what has happened in the last two episodes, but they, the players, are unaware of what has happened in 50% of the last two episodes. That's true. Oh, dear. Yep. <laughs> Quick recap. Not delving too much into the spoilers, since you guys can actually kind of roleplay through some of that on your own, but a little bit. When last we left our two bands of heroes, Falto and his father Robert, as well as their Pathfinder companions Isaac and Jean-Louis, had made their way to the city of On. Excellent. Pursuing Segura in hopes of locating the dark trapezohedron. I could take that over my dead body. And using that to imprison the Haunter of the Dark. The group had been unaware that elsewhere, as they were staying in a nicer inn, in a crappier <laughs> inn in the city, uh, were Segura, the fated members, previously known as uh, Wolf and still known as Planchette, although Wolf is now going by Abyss, since Swirling Abyss is her actual name, as well as the Asp, actually going by Valmir, which is his actual name, had set out into the city in search of the cult of Nerlathotep, in particular seeking out Segura's father unaware that the Pathfinders were actually looking for Segura herself. And then eventually they just decided, you know what? There seems to be some sort of cult gathering, so we'll get together and go to a cult gathering. And then we'll probably find our, find each other at some point because we're both going to the same place. It's kind of like when you're at Disney World and it's like, well, everyone goes on... Everyone goes to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And so you're like, if we keep riding the Pirates of the Caribbean long enough, we'll run into them. <laughs> you want to find me and Rachel? Go to the Harry Potter. Or yes. the mummy ride at Universal, <laughs> which is it's on brand. Then the usual plan I have, in which everybody just tries to find me and then meets up near me. <laughs> oh, this is also the episode we announced that Disney finally bought us. <laughs> Coming soon to Disney Plus. Find the path <laughs> animated adventures. Oh my god! Segura's no longer that. a lesbian. <laughs> Disney's not. We're all. Disney's we're all white okay AF. with that stuff now. <laughs> well, not as a major. Uh, yes and no. Depends mm-hmm. on who their market is. Yeah, yeah, not as a major part, unfortunately. Both groups had determined that there was a secret cult gathering taking place that night, and so mm-hmm. Falto and Robert, as well as Isaac and Jean Louis, had dressed themselves up in cult robes and mm-hmm. gone to uh, join the throngs of people chanting the Dark wow. One's name and wandering off into the... Wow. Uh, did not chant the Dark One's place. name because we yep. still don't know it. <laughs> wow. I'm sure there are a couple wow. of fans that are like, oh, I got that reference whenever I said that there are four cultists that showed up first and kind of milled around for a little bit and then the rest of them showed up. Mm. While uh, Segura, as well as her team, were watching from the shadows of the uh, the surrounding buildings. Oh, are you guys watching us? Uh, and then <laughs> stealth funny. following the group. And then uh, when the front group had 
run into the little bottleneck uh, up mm. at the front. I said that there was a little disturbance as you, uh, the second group, Sagira's group, snuck inside of the main structure to confront the high priest not to be described. At which point that, name. of course, that bottleneck up at the front was the three guardians of the front gate to this place, stopping the four pathfinders attempting to break into the structure. Uh, two former <laughs> pathfinders know. and two active pathfinders. That's not even how you break into places. The worst part was they made us like, Without like without effort, like they literally were just like, you shouldn't be here to the group at whole, and everybody was like, ah, yes, separate from these four people. Yeah, which you is why we snuck in through the side entrance because yeah. we're not. Yeah, <laughs> we're smart. You know what? We scouted the place first. We thought we were smart too, but you know. Technically speaking, we got there before y'all did, though, so... <laughs> well, no, because we were waiting in the courtyard... Like, uh, we were watching watch y'all yeah. ...for you guys to show up, and then we followed you. So, so to continue the analogy before, while all of you were waiting in line to Splash Mountain, they snuck in the back door. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. snuck in the emergency exit, you know, the staff-only door. Yeah. yeah. But you can't go back that way. That's for staff-only... Yeah, all of the chaotic neutral people went, uh, screw the line. We went rules. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, and me on the lawful side was like, yes, I'll wait in line. I'll queue nicely. (laughs) Oh, God. So, very British. It's just natural. (laughs) We're going to fight the natural British queue instinct. Mm -hmm. So, uh, as we had left off, though, the group up at the front had actually just finished fighting their opponents. Mm. Uh, as they had actually made really good time through the first half of the like gathering information and all the rest of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the back group had just broken in, confronted, and spoke with the uh, high priest, not to be described. I don't know. I think Planchette did just They're a fine job of describing them. Honestly. <laughs> she was really just doing it to taunt it. Yeah, we're, we're a spicy group. The the chaotic, ne- the neutral party, the chaos party. Ooh, chaos crew. Uh, <laughs> chaos crew. I like that. <laughs> I love that. That's our new, that's our new gang. Screw the faded, vibrating, <laughs> baby. Our chaotic butts. <laughs> it's no longer faded tales. It's now the chaos crew. But y'all are a chaos crew if you're lawful neutral or whatever. It's chaos inter-party. It's inter-party <laughs> chaos. Mm. As the, as the lawful and chaotic sides of his war. Mm, oil and vinegar. Yep. So, I suppose then, we should just jump back into things, shall we? With yeah. initiative! I'll need the party to roll for initiative. Oh, yeah. Wait, are we initiativing, too? Yes. Um, you just heard a distant explosion and are running towards oh, it, yeah, so I will need explosion. you to run an initiative. Okay. Yeah, I don't like this the sound be a crazy of, fight. there was an explosion, let's go, but let's oh, boy. go. Oh, hey. Get some sirenscape going. Sirenscape. Music not to be described. (laughs) Sagira Mabe. (sighs) Sagira rolled a four for an eight. Isra, however, rolled a 14 for a 19. All right. Jean-Louis Rousseau. Jean-Louis rolled an eight for a 10. All right. Swirling Abyss, a.k.a. Wolf. Uh, She rolls a 15, which gets her 21. Planchette. Planchette rolled a 16 for a 19. Uh, do you or Isra? Well, Isra's waiting for Sagira's orders. So I'll go ahead and put Planchette first, and we'll just say sure. that Isra's going to spring in. I'm assuming that she's under the guard command, so if anything attacks you, she'll act in initiative yep. and attack it back. Yep, that is her default. That old song and dance. Well, defense, Isaac but yes. Isaac Bishop. Isaac rolls a 17 for a 23. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, apparently he was wow. ready. That's one fast multi class. Yeah, <laughs> multi class. 
Balta jumping in with a 17 for 25. Wow. Nice. The one where Rick plays a whole party by himself. Basically, yeah. I've been <laughs> dreading this. <laughs> Fortunately, they are mostly of the stabby type, so. Okay. That's somewhat easier. Valmir coming in with a 14. Robert coming in with a 12. At least it's not four spellcasters who are all just like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just going So many spellists. Magic missile. They all cast magic missile at each other. (laughs) But I'm a cleric. (laughs) Cast magic missile. High priest not to be described. Uh, I'll need Isra and Planchette to go ahead and make me a roll off. Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) Probably not. I rolled a three for a six. Uh, Isra gets an 11. She rolled a six. Okay. So both of those failed, so I'm just going to go ahead and keep Planchette first. So, combat begins. Valto Vols has first initiative. What? Valto what? Vols. 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 Valhals. Valhals. It's a little Swedish, then. You don't... Valto gets first initiative. We don't call him by his last name for this very reason. He's just Valto. Exactly right. And when he marries Citra, it'll be Valto's Nahamra, obviously. Valto's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nahamra. Clearly, yes. I like it. We'll I just like tell it. him that's the tradition in the South, and he'll have to go with it. Falto quadruple moves running 120 feet and clearing maybe two thirds of the the courtyard outside oh my gosh that courtyard is massive (laughs) how did we not notice this giant place was out here I think we're needed oh dear that's what it looks like so Falto takes off running as fast as he can Isaac Bishop Isaac's going to run after him. I will run 120 feet forward as well. <laughs> Isaac takes off running. Full round Abyss. action, straight line. We'll take the one on the left. She nods back to Valmir. Oh, okay. They both do flanky flanky stuff. It's true. So she will move 30 feet at a diagonal into the room near this golem thing or the brain in the jar. And you know <laughs> what? I'm going to stab it. I know this is off topic, but are y'all still dating? Yes. Nice. (laughs) It's only been six months. Hey, a lot can happen in six months. You don't know. Now you're traveling in the desert and there's only one guy. I I rolled 11 for 26. (laughs) That would be awkward if you broke up in the middle of traveling in the desert. Right? A 26 will strike your target. So that's uh, 20 points of damage. Ow. A solid hit as you dive to the fore. What is your weapon? Plus two scimitar. Very well. Your blade slices into it, cracking into the side of this thing. The entirety of the creature vibrates with the impact. You don't feel like it's as effective as you were hoping it to be. Uh, In addition to that, you do take one point of electricity damage as electricity streams up the edge of your blade and into your arm as you wrench your weapon back free. Interesting. That tingles. (laughs) That brings us to the first of the two creatures. I'm going to call you Red. I always got to name them after previous characters of yours. It's true. (laughs) I haven't made a character named Blue yet. I need to. Red clenches one electrical fist, turns, and swings it out at Wolf. Abyss. Abyss. I'm... I'm going to assume a 39 will hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Dear God. Almost got that critical. I see it's going to be a race to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the cleric is very far away and very low on the initiative. And I think wearing medium. No, wait, no, you, technically it's later. No, on. I've got mithril, baby. Mm-hmm. 
Same. Remember? Same. I picked Mithril specifically for that. I was like, I do not want to be slowed down. Uh, so that does 16 points of regular damage, 2 points of electricity as the fist right. slams into you. Ow. The other fist rears back and swings down as well. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Uh, this time only with a 23. That'll miss. Well, you duck under the second more cumbersome blow as it becomes confident. <laughs> Sorry, like, I, like the, I like the idea of this golem becoming confident. Like, aha. Hey, it's got a brain in it. That's It could have feelings. You don't know. That, that's true. You're not wrong. The other one turns its attention back towards Sagira, reaches down, removes one portion of its mechanical compound, basically one of these electrical glass vials, okay, before that's hurling it across the distance at you. It's Fine. throwing itself at me. It is. And not in a good way. I didn't think it was your type. It's not. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> is that a sexy uh, lady brain in this golem? Hard to tell. <laughs> I don't, not into metal. Not into brains? My brain's in people's heads. <laughs> not in jars. That is a 24 to hit your touch AC. Um, yes, that hits my flat-footed touch AC. Bully. It also hits my regular touch AC. He's rolling a bunch of stuff. I don't like it. He's doing a bunch of things. I don't like it. So that's, uh, 21 points of electricity damage as it Ooh. slams into you. 16 points of electricity damage. There's an explosion of electricity as Isra, Valmir, and Planchette each take two points of electricity damage. Ow. The second of the two uh, golems will trundle its way over. Oh, <laughs> it trundles. <laughs> From there we go to Planchette. All right, so Planchette would like to uh, take aim and shoot at the bulging-eyed golem. Which um, one of the bulging-eyed golem? There's the one off towards the left facing off against Swirling Abyss and the one interposing oh. itself between you and the high priest, not to be described. Well, Valmir seems like he's about to run up and help uh, Swirling Abyss, so I'm gonna go after the one straight ahead, see if we can't knock that out of the way. Or, ooh, should I scratch that? I am going to uh, move up next to Sagira, and I'm going to shoot at our uh, undescribable, um, though very describable, High Priest. Yay! Hit the spellcaster! We're going to bypass the golem for right now, and I'm going to shoot ha! Or them, or... That not that thing we established a gender, it? not that they, we need to. It? Does they? No, I've been saying them, mostly. Them. Sometimes I'm going to it. shoot... That's <laughs> them. And yes, I rolled well. All right. But one away from a critting thing. Mm. <laughs> I rolled an 18, which gets me a 28. A 28. 28 will strike your target. That's right. Darn well better. All right. So I get a D10 plus one plus one D6 fire. And then I get another three D6 on top of that. Correct. Correct. I believe so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's very pleased with herself right now. Okay. Ah, all right. So that's, uh, do you need the fire separate? I do not. Okay. All right. So my first shot does 28 points of damage. Oh. Wow. Nice. I, rolled, I rolled almost max damage on everything. Nice. That is an impressive <laughs> shot as a bolt sails across the distance and thunks center mass into the center of this thing's chest. Whatever they are, they rock back with a hit as the bolt sticks out and burns in the center of where their heart should be. Hmm. That should have killed a normal person. 
There's nothing normal about that thing. If I'd only rolled a 19, I would have been able to crit on that one. Yep. From Planchette, Isra. The golem directly ahead of Isra just attacked Segura. <laughs> okay. Isra, attack. She springs forward. Does she have pounce? Uh, no, she's not a big cat. Okay. She has run real fast, which is cool, but not really all that helpful. For Isra messages. For Isra messages, yes. yes. Uh, that will provoke an attack of opportunity as Isra moves through its starting range. Yeah, such is life. That will probably hit. I mean, she is a kitty. And pretty much moot with this. Uh, that's a 36. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure no. this would have hit some of the doorkeepers, so. <laughs> Goodness. Well, they're busy. They're on the way to the slave trenches of Hakatep. They got the fun job. That is 19 points of regular damage, 3 points of electricity. Ow. There's a roar and screech from the cat as the cat is hit. I don't love that. Anyway, uh, she now she now bites. She rolls garbage and gets a 6 for a 17 because she rolled bad. A 17 will not strike her target. Yep, such is life. Isra dives to the 4. Goes, this is an undead or human. How dare. From there we go to Valmir. We will move 30 feet up, provoking attack opportunity from the other golem as he closes. Uh, I'll get your acrobatics. Really good. I was going to say, when Planchette is possessed, pretty darn good. <laughs> However, rolling a two means that he will not succeed on that acrobatics uh, oh, check. Oh, spaghettios. Provoking attack opportunity as he closes on the golem. No. Jesus Christ. These I guys. really hate golems. These golems specifically. That's a 37 will hit. Y'all better not be dead by the time I get there. I remember these things wrecking our face. Yeah, these things are They, they must be alchemy golems, right? I have no idea, but it Probably. Like it. it sounds like it. I think oh, they look the like alchemy golems. That shoot elemental stuff? I mean, judging by the fact that they're pulling vials off themselves and hurling them at us. Yeah, like... Makes sense. So that's uh, 20 point of regular damage and five points of electricity damage. So, Ow. yowch. Oh, he stumbles geez. with a hit, slides forward, can't get into the flank because he doesn't have the movement. It's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the flank next turn. He stabs out with his kukri. It's a good swing. Now, striking with a 29 as he dives to the four and slams his blade into the thing. That's nice. Falto can direct. Although us without to where the flank, are. that's only uh, five points of damage, which is zero points of damage, and he takes one point of electricity as it shocks him. Ouch. Mm. Well, this is unpleasant surprise. That brings us to the high priest not to be described. No. no. Although I think actually when you guys met him, I described him. Yeah, he was described for sure. Yeah, when you met, when you met them, I described them. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. All right, let's start with something simple, shall we? Oh, God. This will not get abyss. They extend their hand. Everything goes dark for a moment as this miasma swirls through the center of the chamber. And I will need a will save from... Valmir, Planchette, Segura, and Isra. Is it fear or enchantment? It's evil. (laughs) I don't think anybody ever gets saves versus evil. Segura gets a 14 for a 20. Oh, that's right. Segura's bad for the willful. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not very willful. Um, Isra gets a 3 for a 6. Ooh. Ouch. All right. Planchette. Uh, Planchette rolled a 12 for a 20. So, Segura and Planchette both save. Valmir and Isra both fell. Oh, no. But I believe that uh, Isra is true neutral and Valmir is chaotic neutral. 
uh, uh, Ezra's chaotic take... neutral. Oh, that's right. The... She's an auspice archetype familiar. Ah. Or animal companion. Well, regardless, uh, they are neutral and therefore not good, and therefore only take half damage from the Unholy Blight, which deals 10 points of damage to each. Is that already halved? That's halved. Okay. Would have been 21 points of damage otherwise. I may Ow. have to have Isra lead this fight. Yeah. But Valmir stumbles with the hit from this as well. So Robert comes running up down the central path, trailing along right behind Isaac. Mm. <sighs> Pathfinding is a, a young man's game. They're all desk jobs too, you know. Very true. I will then need a perception roll from Abyss, Planchette, Valmir, and Sigura. Sigura rolls a 12 for a 25. Wolf only rolls a 7, which gets her 19. She's too concerned about her boyfriend bleeding in front of her. Uh, Planchette only rolled a 5 for an 18. She's focused on the high priest. Yep. <laughs> So, unfortunately, only Sagira hears this. Although yeah. right before Sagira's turn, which works. Very distantly, you hear a muffled, muffled voice shout out, Stay fast, we're on our way! Fight to protect one another, and we'll be there as soon as we can! You have no idea who this person is. <laughs> However, you do feel inspired with courage. <laughs> as it is an audible component. <laughs> amazing, amazing. What range this man has. Did you hear? Never mind. That was weird. Hear what? Somebody's yelling about how they'll be here in a second, but it didn't fill me with dread. In fact, it gives you a plus three bonus on attack and damage. Yeah, in fact, I feel like I'm better at what I'm doing. In fact, I do think it's going to be okay. I'm inspired. He's right. He is 145 feet away from Sagira and through a solid wall, which is adding 10 to the perception DC of zero to hear a person shouting at the top of their lungs <laughs> while using her form encourage to encourage people through oratory. Wow. All right. Excellent. I'm going to, if it's my turn. Um... Uh, actually, that brings us to Jean-Louis Rousseau. Oh. All right, Jean-Louis will... I have to say will... the name like that. Yes, you must. Uh, Jean-Louis will follow the pack, also taking the run action to run 120 feet. He's in excellent shape, so, you know, he's not <laughs> super winded. All I can picture Jean -Louis. is the, the tummy laser guy from My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, my goodness. No, he's not, like, extra like that. I think Jean-Louis should have blonde when you're like, hair. Jean-Louis and everything, and I'm like, oh... That is his name. Is he blonde? <laughs> is he blonde? No, he's brown-haired. Rude. Uh, the guy in the show is blonde. <laughs> On the plus side, I believe both Jean-Louis as well as Isaac are wearing a King's Ransom and Mithril and therefore <laughs> not slowed down as they go running yep. towards the fight. <laughs> it was actually held uh, for King for Ransom, in fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in gratitude, they went and made us our Mithril uh, breastplates or mm -hmm. yep. chainmail. What are we doing? Breastplates. Made by the breastplates. finest dwarven smiths. That brings us to Sagira Mabe. You're inspired. Mm, Sagira does some mental calculus about how how likely it is that this uh, alchemical golem has combat reflexes decided. Maybe it's not that likely. How fast does this golem look? Mm, kind of circles around them to get close to the spellcaster, but still, you know, next to the, the scary brain guy. Yep. It seems to be focused right now on Isra. Cool, and then she says, Isra, get back. And then she uh, is going to just, well, you know, she drew both of her weapons as she moved, and now she's just going to hit this once because, you know, she moved. She's 
prepping for the next round. Not my favorite enemy either, which makes me very sad. But I roll a five for a 23 to hit it. A 23 will strike your target as you bring your blade to bear. Pretty good off of a five. Rangers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's going to be 10 points of damage because I rolled a three on the die. 10 points of damage. Your blade rebounds to no effect as you feel this vibration stream up your arm. Was that with the uh, plus three because you're inspired? Oh, 13. Hmm. You have done some damage to it. Jesus. Yay. I may have to burn that standard action to use my golem bane scarab. (laughs) The problem is it takes an entire standard action. To switch between the two. Well, no, to activate it. Right? No, it's a, it's it's always in effect. That part of it's always in effect. It's a standard yeah. action to detect golems with Oh, it. well, I have a golem bane scarab that's on me, so that should have all gone through. Then, yes, that does all go through. Yay! You have to remind me, I haven't fought with this character in 60 episodes. I thought I had to activate it first, so I'm happy that I don't. Yeah, yep. more than 60 episodes. It is a special slotless golem bane scarab. Oh, yeah. That's a good okay, investment. Extra. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you feel your blade cleave through this thing with ease. Like it's some a sort of golem. Scimitar through butter. Or in your case, Kopesh through butter. Yeah. Your blade wrenches back free. You do take one point of electricity damage. Yeah, I take no electricity. Suli. As you're sitting there, it's like, man, I wish I didn't give on yours that cool salt blade. I know, I like that <laughs> salt blade, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> and a really cool sword. <laughs> it's fine. I'll make this one cool. This From, one's plus two now. That's fair. From Sekiro, we go to Falto. <laughs> Falto runs. That he does. Yeah, and he's going to have to, if he double moves, he can get up to the door, but can't open it. So yeah, he double moves up, flanking out right. Ah, that way. Very well. Unless you want to go around the other side. That brings us to Isaac Bishop. Very well. Uh, let's see. Looks like I do have a straight line. So yeah, I'm going to go on ahead and run up behind Falto. Man. I never see people use the run action, and then I get to use it twice in like, one know. fight. I know. This is fun. Hopefully, we can actually do something second edition next map. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll run up behind Falto. Technically, I have movement left over, but I can't really do anything with it because I have to go in a straight line. Yeah. So, yeah. Door shut. Yeah. I'll run through the door. Crash <laughs> <laughs> it. Full speed. That brings us to Abyss. Uh, Abyss is going to make an acrobatics check to move the 15 feet over to get into the flank with Valmir. Brings around the golem, and then we'll take a swing. All right. Roll a nine for a 24. A 24, is that with the plus two for flanking? No, 26. A 26 will strike your target. All the sneak attack. As you circle around behind it, dive to the four, try to stab out at Uh, the brain. 18 points of damage. Oh, crack into the uh, the brain casing. You do also, by the way, take one point of electricity damage. Rude. Great time to have electricity resistance. From Abyss, we go to the golems. The one between Abyss and Valmir with a, you guess because it does have a brain in a jar on top of its body, with a surprising amount of intelligence for a golem. Takes a five foot step to the side. Rude. Stepping out of the flank. Valmir did nothing to it. Yeah, it lashes out at Abyss. I don't have step up or anything like that. I had to double check. So that starts out with a 26. That'll hit. Uh, and also gets a 29. Yeah, those will both hit. Ouch. I don't have any electricity resistance, so just tell me how much it does. Fair enough. 
So the first one hits for grand total of 16. The second punch hits for 22. Oof. As you feel two fists slam down on you, battering you against the open, empty sarcophagus next to you as it pins you back towards the wall. Sounds bad. Sounds like not good times are happening up there. The other one is not too concerned about Isra, but Sagira just cut into it. Yeah, buddy. It turns its attention down towards Sagira, stares at you. I think what makes me laugh about this depiction... The googly eyes. Is, it's it the it big looks eyes. like googly eyes. It yeah. doesn't even look like there are eyeballs floating they in glass. Literally it just looks like someone put eyes. two googly eyes on the outside of this <laughs> brain yes. case. That's what makes them kind of adorable yet horrifying. If they weren't yep. killing us, I would love them. I mean, that's how your eyes would look still pretty much attached to your brain. Just like little googly eyes. Yep. Just with those optic nerves, nerves. digging in there. Yep. yep, it's like it's like the evolution of the Roomba with googly eyes on it. <laughs> with how small this picture is, it almost looks like there's a little smile connecting the two eyes. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it does a little bit. Like that. It I makes me think so of the like attack from Mars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mars attacks. Yeah, Mars attacks. <laughs> Ross and Jordan are gonna be real sad if they get all the way in there and they're both dead. They're like, oh, we never even got to see it. <laughs> but why? Uh, yeah, he's probably so gonna hit me. That is pretty much every, well, that's exactly either end of the spectrum because one of those is the natural one. One of them is a perfect 20. Okay. Uh, the perfect 20 gets a 26 to confirm. Yes, that confirms. No. No. Yikes. It's going to hurt. I do not, or I have five electricity resistance. So does no electricity damage. However, that is still 37 points of regular damage. Oh. As one of the fists connects and drives you down to a knee. Jeez. All right, bud. Hey, Planchette, just so you know, I have potions of cure on my belt if I'm beaten into the ground. Assuming you survived <laughs> the beating know. into the ground. Ah, well, Sounds gotta be optimistic. like Mack trucks. Speaking of, Planchette. Uh, Planchette is going to take a five foot step forward and over. And uh, I have rapid reload, so I'm going to reload my crossbow. And I'm that will put you in threatened range of the goal. Then I will not move forward. <laughs> I will just move to the side five feet. <laughs> I'll clear the doorway because I think I hear people running. Yeah, <laughs> she, she hears something. Uh, and then I will reload my crossbow and shoot at Spellcaster once again because I don't think I can do enough to actually damage these golems. Hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, do you have Arcana? No. Okay. None yeah, of us have so. Arcana, I don't think. You have no idea how to identify this monster. Yeah, so uh, I shall shoot. Okay, so I have... I only did a five-foot step, so I can do rapid shot, correct? Yes. Move action to reload? Huh? Did you use a move action to reload? She has uh, rapid, rapid reload and crossbow oh, okay. mastery, yeah. which oh, okay, means cool. that she can yeah. reload as a free action, a heavy crossbow. It's like a sh you know where I do the just like I sh shake it and it's like, like, a, like shotgun? a shotgun, you know. <laughs> That's what you I'm see, and you're like, how the heck does this tiny little waif manage that? And nah, I'm tiny too. Mastery. I'm like, mm. I get it. <laughs> she has very strong fingers, like fish hooks. Mm. <laughs> That's All an right. odd description. My first roll, I got a fifteen, so that is a twenty-three hit our priestly friend. A 23 will hit the high priest not to be described. Do you have any like stop moving spells? Like stop it. That would be really great to have. No, so, I no. had haste, <laughs> but then everybody spread out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I did so good on my last one that this one just sucked. Um, so that's only three points of damage. 
but that's my first hit. Let's Is that with the fire? That's with the fire. I rolled double ones on Ooh. that. Ouch. Yeah. So, okay. And I don't know if this one will go, because again, my bonuses aren't as good as you fighter types. Uh, I rolled a 14 for a 22. A 22 will also hit the high okay. priest thought to be described. Let's see if this is a little better. Okay, that was a little better. Okay, so that is six, uh, that'd be nine points of damage this time. A solid hit. The thing doesn't seem to register the impacts, but you think you're damaging them. You think you're damaging it. And whatever. Yeah, unfortunately, I only get that one uh, surprise strike. Yeah. yeah. Still, so. That brings us to Isra. Isra is going to withdraw as she was told to go away. So uh, Isra can take the withdrawal action, but will still provoke an attack of opportunity because of its 10-foot threat range. Mm. Isra takes a five-foot step. All right. <laughs> she takes a five-foot step and then takes a free intimidate action. Or attempts as a standard action to immortalize, and it has no effect. Sure, great. Isra roars and then yeah. hops inside of an empty pot nearby and sticks yes. her head out the top. <laughs> I hear a cat? Oh, that's probably a good sign. Okay, great. I know a woman with a cat. <laughs> Actually, she had a lot of cats. Only yeah. one of them, I think, she'd take adventuring. Mm. <laughs> Makes Sagara sound like a cat lady. She's a cat lady. <laughs> she is she, a cat. She was. She stayed at the Temple of Metal. She a cat lady. <laughs> cat deities, cat ladies, cats. Cat best friend. Yep. Cat best friend. <laughs> From Isra, we go to Balmir. <sighs> Don't do anything stupid. Do something stupid if it's going to kill one of these things. I say below uh, half health. He will acrobatics <laughs> to get into the flank, or basically to set up the flank. Uh, that time, however, he does manage to get a 26. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 36. Oh, well, that's much better. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a whole 10, 10 difference That sounds there. right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which will succeed. Yes. Okay. He flips good. around into the flank and readies. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basically Sounds springs around it. and then nods to uh, Abyss on the opposite side. She grins beneath her veil. Not that anyone can see it. You're I all the way on the other side of the room. Not to be I described. don't even know you exist yet, so. <laughs> I hate this contest. Yep. <sighs> yep. He extends out a hand. He'll also slide five feet back. Rude. He extends out a hand. A cylinder of ice and hell explodes into the center of the oh. room, raining down chunks of hell the size of fists. Uh, striking Yikes. at... That's will hit his golem friends. Good. It allows spell resistance. Oh. Thus mm. immune. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So it's going to hit everyone except for Abyss. <laughs> I just want my cat out of the way. Why okay? is she always making it out, huh? Eh? Well, she's going to squish by spot. the column. What are we doing, true. Reflex? There is no save. Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. There is no save. Everyone in the area of effect takes seven points of bludgeoning damage, eight points of cold damage. So 15 points damage. 15 total. And for Jessica, she needs to know the cold damage separately. Mm-hmm. Valmir is looking rough. Yeah, well, talk to my cat who has three hit points. And, and to me who has 22, I guess. Well, y'all need to last another round so we can get in there. Well, you know, I'm not trying to die. We're coming. I'm just telling you of the expectations I've set upon you. I'm trying to get <laughs> this stupid animal out of the room. a really, a really room. short side story if y'all get murdered. I know, right? And then they died. And the future, that's how the story of Sagira ended. 
uh, everything inside of the area, it actually continues to uh, snow and sleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone in there takes a minus four penalty on perception skill checks. The entire area is treated as difficult terrain. Beautiful. Fine, I guess I'll stand in the hail. From the high priest, not to be described, we go to Robert. Can I'm assuming he... he's running again. Let me double check. Runs 105 feet in a straight <laughs> line to queue up behind his son as well as Isaac at the door. Oh, goodness. That weird inspiring talking is coming. A... Hold on. I need to see what the distance is now. All right. I'll need a perception roll from everyone inside of the building. Keep in mind that with the exception of Abyss, all of you are taking a minus four penalty because of the sleet and hell. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a 19, so I don't think that's going to matter. That is a 22. No, what? A 32. A 19 on the die. Uh, Abyss rolls a 16, uh, which gets her a 28. Yeah, yeah Planchette rolled another 5 for an 18, which is a 14. Yep. <laughs> I can't hear anything in the snow. So only Planchette can't hear the yell from outside. Hold on just a little longer. There's a single <laughs> door in our way. <laughs> we'll be there in 6, 12, maybe 18 seconds at most. <laughs> <laughs> Why is uh, that no. inspiring? <laughs> yeah, yeah, somehow that works. Somehow. Did you hear that? Keep it up. I think you're doing wonderful. Yes, I told you. I heard that earlier. Some weird dad voice. <laughs> supportive dad vibes. Although I've never known a supportive dad, but whatever. Good game, kids. Good game. <laughs> I believe in you. Good, good hustle out there. Mm-hmm. Regardless, though, with the exception of Planchette, all of you feel yep. inspired. And Planchette could really use it. I don't feel very courageous at all. From... Robert, it's, that's his turn, his free action to maintain his bardic performance and a full round action to run. Hmm. Jean-Louis Rousseau. All right, Jean-Louis moves the 60 feet uh, to go up next to Falto. I believe we have found our quarry. Agreed. I believe my girlfriend has it right. Hmm? I think a wizard is a must in these situations. Like, if we could just teleport? <laughs> anyway. Just idle thoughts. Your wizard's friend was right. <laughs> not Magic wrong. is no replacement for good cardio. <laughs> Says Jean-Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Isaac just laughs out. <laughs> cardio. <laughs> cardio from this guy. Yeah. It's just, no. The, Wouldn't the want to last... get your frock dirty, priest. <laughs> the whole time we were talking the last episode, you were doing nothing but, ah, I can magic that. Ah, don't worry, I got magic <laughs> I know. that. And suddenly it's like, no, you need cardio. It's like, I'm not teleporting really? you nowhere. Avatar doesn't bless me with the travel domain. Ah, well, that's probably why. That brings us to Sagira Mabe. Sagira's going to try to murder this golem, so she's going to two-weapon fight. She's just going to two-weapon fight. Rolled super bad. Um, so I don't think a 17 is going to do it on that first swing. 17 will not strike your target. Cool. Maybe I can roll above a two. Um, okay. Uh, that's not great either. Second swing with the Kopesh is a 23. Don't forget you're inspired. That's with my inspiration. I rolled a 10. A 23 will perfectly strike your target as you <laughs> bring the Kopesh Yay. back to bear. Boom. God. Uh, so that's 12. That's 15 points of damage that all goes through. Solid hit and the electricity does nothing to you as you feel just a soft tingling uh-huh. sensation up your hand. And I kukri it. Um, I roll a 16 for a 29 
Plus that three is like good. a 32 or whatever. Uh, 32 will strike your target. Yeah. I uh, roll an eight, 13, 16 points of damage with my cookery. Another solid blow. I rolled max damage. Nice. And then I rolled a five, which only gets me a 16 with the inspiration. So meh on that. Mm. Unfortunately, no. Why won't you die? <laughs> Why won't you die? There's a soft like bubble, like just a single bubble floats up from the brain and just pops in the fluid on the inside of the glass <laughs> dome on top of this thing. I don't understand you. <laughs> That's what it said, is you can't understand it. me. <laughs> also takes a move action to throw open the doors in front of him. Huzzah. Cool. Good, good, good. That's going to be the glamour oh, shot in here. for this episode. Oh, it's dark. <laughs> Alto's got a wave. No, he doesn't have a wayfinder because he gave it he to gave Citra. Citra. He gave it to Citra. He gave it to Citra. Oopsie. Is it low light still, or is it actually like dark, dark? You can see enough to at the very least move 30 feet in. Mm. The, the singing suddenly becomes much clearer as the door flies open. Uh, in fact, to the point that Planchette, go ahead and roll me another perception roll since you failed that first one. But now there's no longer an obstruction in your way. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I still only rolled a nine, which gives me a 22 minus four, which is 18. Even going around the corner, he's only 90 feet away from you at this point. So an 18 will succeed. Oh, okay, cool. It's only a DC nine to hear it at that point. Cause Yay. again, it's, it's DC zero to hear someone yelling. So it's plus mm -hmm. three? Yes, plus three to hit and damage. Mm -hmm. And a morale bonus on saves against fear. And on, yeah, saves against fear. You suddenly feel more courageous. Isaac Bishop. Falto, you're in there, right? Right, I'm uh, just straight ahead of you. I cannot see a thing. You have light? Uh, Do you have a wayfinder? <laughs> well, yes, it's just I have to activate it. Wayfinders mm -hmm. aren't always on. Apparently oh, this know. group all sees in the dark, so... Yeah. I'll move... The sneaky rogie group. There's an open door ahead. Yeah, because I, if you cast light, that would be beneficial because I don't want to have, I have light, but it's going to delay me being able to get in there. But yeah, uh, I'll go on ahead and cast light then. Hey. Because I don't have time to pull out my wayfinder, so. <laughs> Wait, do I have the light spell memorized Clearly though? displayed on your chest. Nope, I don't have the light spell memorized because I have a wayfinder. <laughs> well, F. Yeah, I didn't really think to pull it out. Pathfinders. So. Is it not just like attached to your belt? Well, I thought the wayfinders are worn because it's always said it's a standard action. I assumed that if it was yeah, yeah I think they're like necklaces or something that you. They are, I but I keep mine in my belt pouch. Like I, literally keep mine in my belt pouch because I don't necessarily want everybody. You aren't to... advertising that you're a pathfinder. Right, exactly. we're undercover. Yeah. Well, so well, yeah, crud. I have one. I just don't have easy access to it. Though so I can't actually see around the corner to a bunch of things in here. Yeah, you're just standing in darkness, but they're all standing in light, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, I can actually see the the creature that they're fighting, or at least one of them. Googly eyes and all. Mm -hmm. Well, there is hail and stuff in the way. Yes, but. Yeah, but technically speaking, it's still, like, oddly enough, the hell and all the rest of that does not count as the weather effect for the purpose of interrupting, like, ranged attacks. Exactly. Yep. It's Magic. only for perception skills and things like in difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, um, since I can see it, I can try to identify it. I actually do have Knowledge Arcana. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Uh, okay, well, I roll a 15 for a 31 on Arcana. With a 31? Ooh, that's a good roll. Yeah, I'm pleased with it. 
you can recognize this as an alchemical golem. You can uh -oh. also tell that this is a specific type of alchemical golem. Uh, more specialized than a standard one. Hmm. Alchemical golems are walking alchemical nightmares capable of inflicting all manner of painful wounds on its foes. Its ability to follow orders is granted by the otherwise mindless humanoid brain that floats in its dome-like head, while its animating force is a curious combination of alchemy and elemental spirits bound into the fluids and metals of its body. So what you're saying is the brain is abby-normal. Yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> you can tell that this one is somewhat unique, and I'll go ahead and give it to you, is it's, it appears to have only been made out of electrical components. Oh. As such, it is not capable of inflicting other elemental types of damage, only electricity. Hmm. That is strange. That being said, you do have three questions you can ask pertaining towards the alchemical golem. Defenses. Special defenses. It is a full-fledged golem, which means it is immune to magic or any magical spell that allows spell resistance. In addition to that, it has standard construct traits, which include immunity to death effect, disease, mind affecting effects, charms, compulsion, phantasms, patterns, and morale effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless the effect also works on objects. Constructs are not subject to non-lethal damage ability drain, ability damage, fatigue, exhaustion, or energy drains, and are not at risk from death from massive damage. Terms and conditions may apply. See the in-store for details. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, they do possess damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. What is their damage reduction? They possess a damage reduction of 10. It can only over be overcome by adamantine or bludgeoning. Or bludgeoning. Please yell that out. <laughs> I will, but yes. Give, uh, I have one more question, though. Um, is this affected by certain kinds of magic? Like, is there magic that does affect it, despite its magic immunity? The alchemical golem is immune to spells or spellic abilities that allow spell resistance, with the exception of any spells of the sonic descriptor. Hmm. Shatter also damages an alchemical golem as if it was a crystalline creature. Hmm. Interesting. Sonic, you say. Right. Sonic damage, adamantine or blunt weapons. What are we facing? A golem, alchemical, electrical. Interesting. Uh, oh, I've never fought an Oh, alchemical God, they're golem. foreigners. Oh, no. <laughs> I fought I a clay golem once, actually, which is actually surprising because it's more like rock. I, sorry, a what golem? <laughs> clay, clay. Like huh. the soft putty stuff that you play with as a child? Maybe they put it in a kiln? Falto, is I that mean... you? Oh, Sagara. Yep, it's me. Get in here. We're getting our asses kicked. Yep, I'm here to help. You know these people? I know that guy. I don't know these other people. <laughs> He's my friend's boyfriend. <laughs> my, my best friend's boyfriend. Okay, um, let's see. <laughs> um, so Isaac's gonna go on ahead and uh, take a look at this thing and actually draw an arrow from his quiver. Oh, um, knocking and serious. drawing back an adamantine arrow. Oh, as he will fire at the single golem he can see, which I believe is red. Very well. Fire it at old red over there. Uh, all right. Um, I roll an 18 uh, since, yeah, no, that gets me a 37 to strike my targets. With a 37, you step forward, note this thing, shout out to your companions, reach back, pull an arrow. I suppose by Phil going, yep, yep, that one's got the three nicks towards the top. So this is my adamantine arrow. Oh, no, that my quiver is full of adamantine arrows. Oh, they're all adamantine. Twenty adamantine arrows. <laughs> yep. Holy heck! I spent twelve hundred you... gold on them. So wow, Jesus! Hold on, they're rich. We can con them. You fire an arrow that shoots over Falto's left shoulder, past one wall, a second wall, 
over a set of steps through an open doorway over Planchette's right shoulder, sails past Valmir before slamming into the center mass of this creature. Precise shot. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That is 12 points of damage from the Coming attack. in with ninth level characters is ridiculous. <laughs> 12 points of damage. That's including the inspiration. A solid hit as the arrow slams home. The creature rocks back, electricity reducing the shaft of the arrow to ash. Uh, well, that's all right. It seems to have done the trick. Wolf kind of peers through the doorway like, what? <laughs> Either we've got backup or someone's a terrible shot. Valmir looks back over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> terrible shot? <laughs> well, they were on the bad guy side. Oh, they were trying to shoot, shoot you and missed. <laughs> What are you talking about? That was amazing. <laughs> Isaac's back there like, I am personally offended, sir. <laughs> I have been training my entire life with a longbow. What are you? How dare Come you? Come out here so my French guy can slap you with a glove. <laughs> I just feel like Panchette is like glancing back. I like, you to do it. Huh. From Isaac Bishop, we go to Swirling Abyss. Swirling Abyss will take a five foot step forward. I'd really appreciate if you killed this. I'm doing my best. I know you are, babe. <laughs> Scare is just like, oh my god. I roll a 16, which with my uh, improved critical for my scimitar is a threat. Uh, that a is a... 31 to hit. That is a hit threat roll to confirm. Why do I feel like the third wheel in every fight? <laughs> I roll a 12, which gets me a 27 to confirm. A 27 will confirm your critical hit. Uh, I do yeah. 33 points of damage. Nice. A solid hit as your blade slices deep into this thing. You do take four points of electricity, as when you critical wow. it, you actually hit a bigger electricity spot. Oh, fun. And take an extra damage. <laughs> the gift that keeps oh, on I giving. forgot to add the three in for being inspired. Okay. I'll go ahead and reduce that. Which means Valmir's ready to action goes off. And I have a second swing after his ready to action, so. He dives to the four, Kukri in hand. Rolls poorly, but he is flanking. And with the flank, that gives him a 24, which will strike his target. Woo. He's also inspired. He is also inspired. That was with the inspiration. I rolled okay. poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Count on your fingers. He's got to roll a lot of dice. Yeah, this sounds painful. Because he gets uh, oh. 5d8 since he's a knife master rogue oh, as he man. plunges his blade in for 31 points of damage on Ooh. the other side. Very nice. Jeez. It's still alive. It's still alive God. as he plunges his blade back free. Golems, man. All right, my second swing, I roll a 19, which is a threat, which is 29, so 32 because I'm being inspired to hit with the first one, first with the swing. 32 will strike your target. Hit threat roll to confirm. 13, which gets me a 23, 26 with the inspiration to confirm. Plus two. A 26 will confirm your critical hit. That time I only do 29. Oh no, sorry, uh, 32 because of the inspiration. 29 would not do it. 32, however. Yeah. After you take five more points of electricity damage as you wrench your blade back out of the center of this thing, the entire thing vibrates before exploding in a flash of shrapnel and electricity. Ugh. For dramatic effect, you all get out of the way. Oh, that's oh, good. okay. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. I was like, uh-oh. I mean, the well, rogue might be uh, okay. Abyss glances at Valmir and does like a little fake half curtsy. 
He just kind of <laughs> nods and sort of like half waves toward you, towards you. He's like down almost into the single digits right now. Stop <laughs> flirting and kill the priest. <laughs> Get out of the ice, dear. I'm getting out of the ice. <laughs> Forward roll. Hey, Planchette. I took a ready to action. I moved in the initiative. I'm get out of the ice when my turn comes around. Hey, hey Planchette, we should date. So at least we're on double dates instead of third wheels. <laughs> I mean, I'm into anyone. I've okay. heard of worse reasons to start a relationship. Cool. <laughs> Are they having a talk about dating in the middle of a fat? I don't know. That was like an Irish Frenchman. I, I, I love it so I mean, much. I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> He's from everywhere. This it's so fine. I'm from the I can be from wherever I want. Balto just shakes his head. It's like, you got to take it where you can get it, my friend. <laughs> I thought we were quippy Isaac. That sounds wrong somehow. Yeah. Foreigners are talking. We should switch out of this language. No, we're probably not speaking common, honestly. This group. That's actually probably a good point. That's the end of Wolf's turn, or Abyss's turn. From there, we go to the other golem. I hate this golem. I'm going to be on the ground. It will take a five-foot step back. Rude. Pulls another portion of itself out Uh-oh. and rolls it at Segura. How dare you? That's a 25 touch AC. Yeah, that'll hit my dang touch AC. So many dice. It's 24 points of electricity damage as the bomb slams into you and detonates. 24, so 19 points of electricity damage. Oh, okay. Are you on the ground? <laughs> nope, I got three hit points. Oh, God. I thought you had three hit points before. No, no, that was, that was uh, Israel. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Now they're three hit point buddies. <laughs> now we're three hit point buddies. Six total oh, hit points. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I hate these things. Give me a minute. Planchette. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Planchette <laughs> reloads, uh, is going to reload with her uh, adamantine bolts. Mm, and uh, nice. she's going to fire. Adamantine at, friends. Yes, because mm-hmm. I, I bought 10 bolts of that. Uh, anyway, I rolled a 14. Uh, that gives me a 25. Uh, you're targeting the golem? I am targeting the golem this time. 25 will strike the golem. Plus five, that is 21 points of damage. A solid hit as your bolt slams into the center of this thing. It's still going. All right, that was my first bolt. Here's my second bolt. Yes! Yes! Oh, I lost my dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my dice. Oh, my God. That was, that was a sudden reversal of fortune there. <laughs> I don't know where it went. <laughs> it's gone now. It's gone forever. One of the cats ate it. That was amazing. <laughs> I rolled in at 20. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Okay, well, I'll just use the other percentile until I find it. <laughs> you threw your anyway, die? I got an at 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was very excited, y'all. I was very excited. I was holding the dice. The ultimate dice critical like, giggle. <laughs> it was more like a yes! Like a whole mic. <laughs> I mean, she did peek the mic out. Something fierce. <laughs> These golems suck. Nine, they do suck. 11. Mm. 17 points of damage. A solid hit from another bolt. It rocks back, but is still going. God. From Planchette, Isra. <laughs> she withdraws to the doorway. All right. And then sits and licks her wounds, which are grievous and many. That is true. That will bring us to the high priest not to be described. I really don't like the high priest, I Karumba. That could be so helpful. Yeah, you yeah, sure I know. Could. If only we weren't a hundred, like 200 feet away from you which in Pathfinder combat might as well be a mile away. I know, right? I hate her area effects. His area effects. Their area effects. 
I will need a will save from Abyss, Valmir, and Sagira. I really hate this thing. Oh no. Oh, that's a really good save. Is it a death effect? Nope, it's probably evil again. Nope. I roll a 19 for a 25. It's a compulsion mm-hmm. effect, if that helps. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I roll yeah. a 17 for 21. So, actually, only Valmir fails the command as it looks over all of you and then simply says, drop. Why would I do that? Ah. Valmir drops prone. You do feel a t- like tickling at the back of your mind as you're like, uh, uh. Oh, wait. Valmir, get <sighs> up. Rogues. I literally can't. Well, technically you did drop, and so command over? Technically you have to keep doing the command for a whole round if it's oh. the command yeah. spell. <laughs> it's the command yep. spell. Greater <laughs> command, actually. It's an area effect. Yeah, because it's an area. The high priest stands his ground, bringing us to Robert. He moves 10, 20, 30 feet forward. And works a light spell into his encouraging routine. Oh, hey. Okay, good. Because I was like... We are the light in the darkness. Don't worry, my friends. We are the light in the darkness. We are the watchers (laughs) on the wall. We are the swords that guard the realms of men. (laughs) I like the dark. Let me shed a little light on the situation. Volta, watch Uh, the stairs. uh, Mind the stairs. Mind the gap. From Robert, Jean-Louis Rousseau. In that case, uh, he will move another 30 feet and uh, into the darkness and call out, if you require healing, please come to the sound of my voice. If you are unconscious, please groan. I cannot come to you. I am fighting a golem. Who the heck is this? Oh, you speak the common tongue. This is ideal. Oh my God. (laughs) Please translate for your friends who may not. Too many foreigners, I hate this. Segura, this is Jean-Louis. He seems (laughs) terrible. (laughs) <laughs> I am terribly good at keeping people alive. Mm-hmm. Obviously not if you're not going to them. I ran out of movement. It was a double move. <laughs> <laughs> I can only we- run 60 feet every six seconds. That's 10, that's 10 feet a second. I'm very fast. I weirdly went to make in there for a second, man. Bob's a team? To make... We're the Osiriani bobsled team. We're here to help. <laughs> no, we're here we like to practice sledding. It's true. Uh, from uh, Jean-Louis Rousseau, we go to Segura Okay. I don't want to take a move action. I don't think you have a choice. I might have a choice. <laughs> You're like, do I have something that ignores difficult terrain? <laughs> I do have a choice. I move action take lunge as a combat feat with martial flexibility. Oh, nice! <laughs> and lunge out at this thing. <laughs> it yeah. hits me anyway. I mean, that is an option. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. It hits me no matter what, anyway. So fine. I will then lunge at it. I will point out that you're using a move action to gain a feat to attack it, reducing your armor class, when you could have just taken a move action to five foot step closer to it. How do I five foot step out of difficult terrain? If you're only moving five feet, it counts as a five foot yeah. step, even if you oh. are using a move It does not provoke an attack of opportunity yeah, if you're only moving provoke. five feet. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll five foot step out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought so that it was it's not technically a five, it's not five foot step in a capital term. You're just using a move action to move only five feet. So you're not moving through its threatened range. You're just entering it. Okay, then that's fine. Fine, then I'll just step over here. It's a move action. Yep. So I can't do a different thing. You cannot two up and fight. You've only got the one attack. Oh, well, yeah, but I was also thinking about power attacking. Anyway, I will then strike out at this thing with my... Company. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from power attacking. Except that I have to spend a move action to get power attack as a feat. Oh, okay. I see uh. you don't have the feat. 
Nice. Ah, <laughs> nine twenty. There Ooh, you are. Yes. Hey. Um, excellent. So not twenty is gonna get me a forty with the inspiration to hit this thing. A forty will strike your target. Oh, but Let's I have say, to confirm. Hit. I don't know why Threat. I even did all that math. Roll to confirm. Uh, it was an exciting confirm though. A twenty-eight to confirm. <laughs> I only a twenty-eight will confirm your critical hit as you bl- bring your kopesh to bear. That's going to be 27 points of damage. Ow. A solid hit as you bring your blade around and slice deep into the thing. It reverberates before exploding. <sighs> Wait for it. Uh, uh, it's five points of electricity, so it doesn't do anything. Ha Silly powers. Wow. As you rock Lucky. back as this thing detonates. <laughs> Sagira like rolls her neck and is like, okay, time to focus on the non-electrified thing. Okay, time to deal with you, guy. I only need three hit points to finish this fight. I heard there was a cleric around. Maybe he'll come in the room. I don't know. Priest! <laughs> the cleric has to move through difficult terrain. Keep that in mind. Um, or you can go past Isra in a round. Isra is very bloody, and she eyes you like he, who the Oh, is Isra guy? in a spot that's not? Yeah. He She's probably can't spot. see Isra right now. Yeah, I can. I, I can, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Israel's I don't think you can through. because the wall extending, but I think you can see a corner. Yeah, of I was about to say, I can't see Israel right now from where I am. But. Hi, golems are down. Falto rushes forward around the corner. Oh, Israel. All right. Hey, Sigur. <laughs> hey. Rushes into the room with his double move as he runs forward, rapier in hand. From Falto, who rushes into the room, I go to Isaac Bishop. Who will continue to rush toward the room. So I'll move 30 feet. I still can't really see anything, so I will keep moving. (laughs) 15 feet. Oh, whoa, that's... I don't know what that is, but it looks awful. It's hail, mostly. I meant the creature. Oh, yeah, it's... uh... Strange. I've never seen the like. He begins knocking back another arrow, but that's my turn. I double moved, so... That brings us to Valmir, who... Stands up. Or lays down. Nah, he'll stay there. Uh, he rolls over onto his back, uses a move action to retrieve a potion vial, and just chugs <laughs> it from the ground because his hit points are so low. <laughs> and like, oh, and he's nope. not reckless like Segura. Segura <laughs> is reckless. This is her tagline. Ooh, gets 16 back. <sighs> he then, like, shatters that and starts getting back up. Feeling better. Much. Abyss. All right. Um, Abyss will start closing in on the priest. Hi, priest, not to be described. Yes. <laughs> is this difficult terrain with all these pots and stuff? Yes. Yeah, you're going to be going through difficult terrain no matter what it looks like. Be 35 feet to get next to him. Um, double moving. All right, so Wolf rushes in, leaps over her fallen uh, paramour, leaps over the box of uh, mummified cats before landing on the other side and springing towards the high priest, not to be described. At least I'm threatening him if he tries to spell cast from mm. there. Mm, that is good. The That's golems the are gone. Blanchette, it's getting real cold. Uh, so I can still see it, yeah. right? The high priest not to be described? Yes, even <laughs> yes. through all the stuff. Oddly, the sleet and all the rest of that stuff does not interfere with your, uh, your ability to shoot. Okay. I don't think I require adamantine uh, bolts for it. We on it? We honestly don't know, but your regular bolts seem to do fine against it earlier. Yeah. Since my regular bolts do fine, I am going to reload with my regular bolts, and then I shall fire twice. All right. Rapid shot. 
shooting past Wolf directly at this thing, Abyss. Yes, and uh, Robert is still doing his uh, inspiring poetry. Yes. <laughs> or yes, inspiring dad speech. Yes. All right, so eight plus 13 plus three gets me a 24. 24 will hit. Yay. Keep up the good work, everyone. There's nothing we can't do together. Sagara looks at Balto and is like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, that's right. my dad. Four I found him. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> plus the five. She's just like, I have fire. thoughts on him. Okay. That is uh, 12 points for the first hit. 12 points of damage. A solid impact. And then the second one may not do it. That is a 22. Rolled an 11. A 22 will also strike your oh, target. well, okay. Hey. Dude's just wearing robes. Okay, so... <laughs> Nine plus six is 15 points more of damage. Another solid hit as your bolt slams in. Creature rocks back with the hit, bringing us to Isra. Isra continues to look cute. <laughs> Isra, Isra turns fully around, looks up at Jean-Louis. These big golden eyes staring at you. Like the puss in boots. Got puss in boots, yeah. <laughs> she she gently lifts up one bloody paw. Sean <laughs> Louise, you should heal her right away. <laughs> <laughs> Over exaggeratedly makes a limp as she goes down the stairs towards you. Hey, she is chaotic with the trickery domain. Sean <laughs> Louise, do it now. <laughs> she falls on her side and just like breathes heavily like she's in so much pain. Yep. Mm -hmm. She takes a standard action to duplicate herself into a second equally adorable captain. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Louis, there's two of them. You have to help her. <laughs> they must be twins. I only at this moment remembered that Isra has copycat. Yeah, she does. It's yep. very fun. It's very fun. Uh, so Isra is holding her ground? Yeah, she's just going to be there. All right. She's got three hit points. <laughs> the high priest not to be described, castle and offensive. Hate the high priest that can't be described. That's not to be described. That's the interesting thing, is it specifies not to be. Maybe he can be described, but he should not be described. Describe it, describing him gives him power. Oh. Uh, he succeeds as he steps back, turns in place, and seems to fold in on himself oh, as reality come on. twists. Uh, lame. Boo. Disappears. I hate them. Oh. Walter uh. kind of comes up short to a slow jog. After the fact, can I try to figure out what it is that the priest not to be described just did? Uh, you may make a spellcraft if you wish. So to say, technically it would be my turn again before I can, but yeah. I'm assuming we're not going to continue fighting. Yeah, exactly. That's I was assuming too, so... Also, um, lunges at Sagira. <laughs> Sagira does <laughs> drink a potion Alfred belt. That's really not necessary. She looks at you with hate. Uh, I got a 27 on spellcraft. Uh, plane shift. Wherever they are, they're on another plane now. No use going after them. Ah, so they disappear just like the other one. Yes. Uh, Swirling Abyss will step forward and help Valmir up. All right, everyone, if you would come close to me, please. I can. Who are all yeah, of you? Yeah, let's start with who the hell are y'all? Oh, I'm Falto. Okay, well, I know who you are. <laughs> oh, you sorry. said everyone. Oh, sorry, this is Falto. Falto, these are my companions. Sagira will introduce everyone mm -hmm. to Falto, because I do know that guy. I guess at this point, I'll put on my Pathfinder Wayfinder because, you know, I might as well and activate I might need it. it. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, we are with the Pathfinder Society. We've come out. Well, originally we were in search of Robert. Found him. I'm Robert. 
Yes. The poet. I've very rarely been described as a poet, more of a inspirational speaker. He's a life coach, y'all. Mm. Even worse. And former <laughs> pastor. Robert mm. Figaro crosses her arms over her chest. And this is my friend and longtime uh, colleague, Jean-Louis Rousseau. Cleric of Pathfinder. It's lovely to meet you all. So uh, this is Segura, and I don't know who any of these other people... Oh, I know Isra. Hey, Isra. Yep, this is Isra. This is Wolf <sighs> and Asp and Planchette. I already know Isra is the most precious person here. Oh, I didn't know if you wanted them to know your names, because Pathfinders That's tend to fine. screw up everything they touch. We may uh, continue this discussion, but your wounds look very severe. May I heal them? Are you going to charge me for it? Do you want to be charged for it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Are we adventuring together? I don't know. If we were adventuring together, I would be obliged to give you healing for free. It's a pretty good deal. Sure, then we're adventuring together for the purposes of you healing me and my cat right now. What are all of you doing here, I suppose, is the next question. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Falto. (laughs) Yes, we got that part. Right. This is my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was responsible for a whole thing that happened, apparently may have resulted in Sudi's parents' deaths. Yes. And is somehow connected to Sagira's mother. Yeah. Robert oh, lays a hand yes. on his shoulder. So you are the one in the Black Fane with the Viper. Yeah, he's I the see. Pathfinder that opened the box. Well, kind of. I see. I was the Pathfinder that attempted to stop Samir from opening the box. What was it you were doing down in Osirian anyway? You don't seem local. Studying. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, people from the north always come down here to Osirian and muck with things. Take things that they shouldn't. Unleash evil monsters. I'm a historian and a bit of an anthropologist. Jean-Louis yeah. pulls out a, uh, a pen and a book and starts writing things down. So what exactly are you up to now? Looking for you. Why? Sorry, looking for her. He points towards Sagira. Why? Because I understand that somehow your family came into possession of the Shining Trapezohedron. I don't know what you're talking about. A stone approximately the size of a person's fist. Multiple-sided. Never seems to be the same number of sides each time. I've come to offer aid. I'd prefer not to have any help from you. Thanks. I see. Well, that's going to make your task rather difficult, and mine as well. Mm. You see, we have, uh, I suppose, two pieces of the same puzzle. He reaches into his pouch, produces a small seven-sided box. You see, neither of these items are any protection against the haunter without the other. That's the box. I want to sense motive on him. Yeah. You may? Not very well, unfortunately. Yeah, I rolled a three for a 16. <laughs> I rolled an 18 for a 30. Oh, he's human. A 32. Hey. I mean, he seems to be legitimately telling the truth as far as wanting to assist you and the fact that neither of you would be able to stop this without the other's device. Robert stares at the device, the box in his hand for a long moment, back towards Segura. Miss Mabe, I believe it is. Would it be alright if I called you Segura? You can call me whatever you want. Samir was my friend. Supposed said as well. I lost a great deal that day. I was not fast enough, thorough enough. Perhaps I wasn't honest enough with Smear. I'm being honest here. We have come to stop the Haunter of the Dark, to stop the Black Pharaoh, whose name I will not speak, not this close to him. 
lest we draw his attention. You have no reason to trust me, and I don't expect you to do so. But I believe we are without allies, potentially even stuck here now. I do not know if we can return, if Jean-Louis's belief is correct, that the stars here have shifted, that we are literally beyond our plane of existence. Not just in a place where they bleed over, but have actually transported to another plane of existence, a literal the nightmare high realm. The priest did say something about us crossing the threshold and never being able to leave. As such, our options are few and far between. I place myself in exile for a number of reasons. One was to protect this. He holds up the box. One was to attempt to find Samir. And one, one was a punishment of a sort. I fell before, and I can't say that I might not fell again. But this time I would be willing to die trying. He steps forward, and with what seems to be great effort, extends the box towards you. He snatches the box. Box. And then hands it over to Planchette, who's the only magical person she knows in our in our group. I'm not really that magical. Um, I don't suppose you know how to get things out of the magic rock. Someone's used it. Maybe. I didn't have all the details on that. Falter just kind of gestures around, so I didn't really want to, like... Well, I'm glad because you're telling doing. everyone's business to people you don't even know. So can you get people out of the stone or not? The stone is a repository for spiritual energy. The confines of it are large enough to house the Haunter of the Dark. And considering the sheer amount of spiritual energy it exerts, I think that it is large enough to house it and nothing else. If something else were placed into it, it would need to be expelled from the stone. Do we need to do that first, or would trapping this haunter expel it? Monda, what does expelling mean? I'm moving into theoretical territory here. I've spent a great deal of time studying the box, but I've never had the stone in my possession before. But I believe that it would allow the stone, allow any spirits to move on. The haunter is a creature of the physical world. It does not exist on another plane. Ergo, when it is released, it is released onto the physical plane. Any spirit within would be, by necessity, released onto the spiritual plane, at which point it should simply fall through into the astral plane and continue on its journey, ethereal mm. plane, to the boneyard. In theory, there would be a possibility that someone would return as a ghost, depending upon the circumstances of their death, but I won't get into the metaphysics. I don't truly completely understand them. Geralt probably could have said much better. Yes, but he drank himself to death. Yes. So yes, Falto informed me of that as well. So it seems as though we need a temporary alliance. Do you know anything about exposure to this haunter in the dark or its powers causing some sort of wasting disease? Oh, yeah. To be perfectly honest, I probably know more about the haunter in the dark than any person alive, which is little. That specifically, no. I do know that it is a creature of great power. It has strange abilities. It oozes a tangible darkness. It's possible it could infect someone, but it's caustic enough to eat through solid stone. So I don't think that that would be the case. It's covered in this protective film of darkness. More likely than not, we would need to find Samir. Find a way to drive it from him, which may be death. Once it is released, we would need to use the Cask of Raw. 
the box, to inundate it with so much light that it is forced to be driven into the only safe place, the stone. Once it is inside that, the box must be closed immediately. No one... He looks you in the eye with all seriousness. No one should look at the stone after that. It is temptation incarnate. Lovely. For now, I think the best thing is to take the hunter off of the field, as they say. Worry about finding a means by which to destroy it later. If this creature is causing what's happening in on, it could easily spread throughout the rest of Osirian. More likely than not, it shall. This is not the first incursion. The Haunter of the Dark came here aeons ago, in a time where it had utmost power on this world. Mm. Following the fall of the Starstone, the Age of Darkness, many stories say that the Black Pharaoh allied himself with Set in his war against Ra, responsible for killing the father of Horus, or aiding in his death and covering up the murder. Depending upon whom you believe, it is too dangerous to allow anything else to stand in our way from stopping it. Sagira, I know you don't like to trust anyone, but if we're stuck on the night plane of nightmares and they have knowledge we don't, we should probably take their help, at least until the haunter's caught. We can work together, but I'm keeping the stone. I mean, on the plus side, you know, father used to tell me about stories of magical cats that could fly you to the moon. So, there might be a way out of here. Unless the cat sprouts wings, I don't think so. Weren't those nightmares... Didn't they make you think about the moon when you woke up? Mm -hmm. You have also had the nightmares. Mine were never so specific. Falto shrugs. Mine was mostly about, like, showing up to the Pathfinder Lodge and not wearing any pants. Has that actually happened to you? It's never actually happened to me, but I've had that dream reoccurrent for a long time. I would like to sense motive, Falto. <laughs> He's gotten drunk before and like streaked through the the dining hall, you know. I mean, I roll a two for a three, so I don't think I get anything useful. But <laughs> you are positive that it's not the only time he's woken up without his pants. <laughs> All right, then. I suppose we should accept our new friend's offer of healing and then get out of the nightmare realm? Yeah. Mm. One second. Falto, come here. Uh, so Sagira's gonna pull Falto off to the corner to have a conversation and, like, pitch her voice way down and be like, Okay. Look, I don't super trust the people I'm traveling with. I don't super trust the people you're traveling with. I mm -hmm. trust you because you date Citra. Sure. And Citra <laughs> is generally good at knowing if people are okay. I love that response. That it's is true. shockingly true. Yes. So, I will keep you alive if you will mm -hmm. keep me alive. I will definitely keep you alive. Okay. Also, what is the deal with your dad? Because what I've heard is bad. He's complicated. Also, uh, remember we heard this story from the Viper. I trust the Viper more than this guy. I don't know this guy at all. I worry he's a little... Well, I don't worry. I know he's a little obsessed mm. with the stone. So, I cannot explain how big of a gesture it was for him to give you the box because he knows the temptation of using this stone. Mm, so he's like looked at the stone. Well, obviously he looked at the stone. I've heard the story. Oh, apparently it literally grants you, uh, it's it's basically like a crystal ball, except for it can see anywhere in any time. Oh. So. You could look at the Pharaoh yeah. taking a bath. Yeah, yeah, you could. Bizarre. You could look at all of the Pharaohs taking baths. <laughs> you could look back in time at that the guy you're pursuing, Hakatep, or the very least she's pursuing, and him taking a bath. Oh yeah, that'd be weird. I know. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, it's that guy we got to kill. 
We have an understanding. Okay. Sigur, Mm -hmm. can I ask you something? Sure. You think Citra like likes me? (laughs) (laughs) Sweet Jesus. (laughs) Yes. And if when you eventually get married, the custom in the South is that you take her last name. It would sound unique. It's very cool. Volto da Hamra. (laughs) <laughs> pulls out his journal and just starts writing Falto Nahamra and cursive over and over again. And then like Falto and Citra and little hearts, you know? Yes. Because uh, I was kind of making this, like, taking up like smithing. Okay. Yeah, like I did a small class when I was, I was you, know, you know, maybe maybe looking at making like a little ring thing. What do you think? Okay. All right. Yeah. That's... <laughs> it's probably going to be a big celebration thing once we get to the end mm, of mm. like of all of this so just be like oh moving on to the next phase of our adventuring life then I figured we could get them like matching enchanted things I was thinking like I understand that there's a thing where if I get stabbed well more importantly if she gets stabbed then I actually take like half of the injury for it oh that sounds really helpful yeah so Mm. then I know even if she's like on the far side of the world adventuring doing something else if I'm suddenly in horrible pain I know I'm at least (laughs) helping her some that's fair (laughs) just make sure that it's not possessed by a ghost because the last engagement ring I encountered was, and it was very uncomfortable. I've learned from many other Pathfinders that you never use anything you get out of a tomb as an engagement ring. Fair enough. It's a long enough. story, but that's a reoccurring problem. Mm-hmm. That guy also lost his pants, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I, I am bleeding profusely everywhere. Yeah, I was oh. going to say, I figure during all this, Planchette has kind of sidled up next to the cleric. <laughs> well, Jean-Louis, it's time to do that thing you do, I believe. Yes, yes, please. I don't know how you've been able to look at this cat this long, <laughs> this hurt, and not do anything. I actually don't understand it either. Actually, I thought it would be—I would thought it would be appropriate to not interrupt the conversation with a bunch of channels. <laughs> channel, 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 channel. <laughs> Because literally you guys were like, let's just role play it out. And I'm like, I never have time to do my Well, we didn't know you. What if you were going to cast harm and kill us? In the meantime, Isra has literally spelled out Heal me in her own mm. blood. <laughs> <laughs> She's very smart. Heal this cat. But I suppose, uh, yeah, I suppose you turn to go and, uh, and heal the cat. Falto and Sagira make their way back over. Falto spreads his arms wide. All right, looks like we're a team. For now. Excellent, oh. finally. I look forward to working to all of you. Well, I am terrible with names. Smashing. I'm Falto. You <laughs> and we'll pick it up here next time. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.